Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning again. This is your podcast, The Wow Marriage, where we give you godly principle to stand and to fight the good fight of faith for your marriage. Here is your host, Maria Walker, and my wonderful husband, Christopher Walker. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We really appreciate you tuning in with us again and want to thank you for um, taking this time to continue to fellowship with us. Even though we don't know you and you're out there, you know, you know us or you're getting to know us. And we really appreciate the effort that you're putting into um, um, listening to our podcast and giving us feedback. Amen. And invest in your marriage too, you know. Yes. We 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 sure don't know at all, but we've been through some things, right? And a these few, principles a <laughs> and this principle we sure have applied to our own life. We're just not saying this thing. Amen. So I remember one time when God say, Who is Lord of your marriage? Yes. Yes, <laughs> who is Lord of your marriage? Because at one time I thought it was me. <laughs> I was lording well, everything over and I you, was in charge and I was doing it all. Yeah, when you call the shot and you decide when you want to obey the word of God. Yes. Because mm, does he deserve for me to be respectful? Does mm-hmm. he, he's the right person for me to submit? Right. You know, because you love that scripture, oh, right? Oh, yes, I love that scripture. <laughs> but see, you know, loving that scripture is actually understanding it as well. Uh, what I learned from that scripture, Ephesians 5, 22 uh, through 30, when we're talking about, you know, husbands loving your wives and the wives submitting to your husband, we're looking at, you know, the breakdown of the scripture and what it actually means far beyond just words. And I tell you, one thing I want to uh, note I want to give you before we even get started is, you know, sometimes grab a different version of the Bible. Oh, yeah. Grab one that you're not accustomed to, and it will give you a different um, 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 meaning, you know, how the things are translated nowadays. It's just a different vernacular than what how it was used, you know, a long time ago. And you know what? You can learn from other than the King James Version of the Bible as well. Amen, amen. So we're looking at the Amplified Bible here. It's the classic edition, and it's telling us, starting off with the Scripture, Ephesians 5, 25, I'm sorry, 5, 22, it says, Wives, be subject, submissive, and adapt yourself to your husband. So that is conforming yourself, you know, to help your husband in a way that's going to benefit him. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's also saying, you know, to your own husbands as a service to the Lord. So regardless of how your husband responds, you don't submit only when he's good to you. Mm-hmm. You don't That's a submit. Tough one. Yes, it's tough, but you're doing it as unto the Lord. And that make it easier. If yes. you, you know, baby, well, it made it really easier for me because I understood that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. When I refuse to apply the word of God... In every area of my life, in this case, marriage, Jesus Christ is no longer Lord of my marriage. And I need right. him to be Lord. I need him to call the shot. I need him to to um, be part of everything I do. Amen. And submission, you know, of the word of God, not because how I feel like it, 
Well, because it says it and that's enough. And and it's right. You know, it says it and it is right. And, you know, it's telling us, you know, why we need to do these things. You know, the husbands, you know, the wives have to submit and the husband is to love the wife. And the specific scripture here, it says, you know, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her so that he, Jesus Christ, might sanctify her and cleanse her by washing with water by the word. That's what we do. We are submitting, the wives are submitting to us. We are loving our wife and we are covering her with the word to make her clean and acceptable, sanctified, set apart as holy and respectful for Jesus Christ. And that's what we're doing. And when we do that, we love ourselves and we love our wives. That's key because you have to look at how you're doing or why you're doing what you do. You're not, I don't love my wife because she submits, okay? She doesn't submit to me because I love. We both do that unto Christ. So, you know, we've said this before on on, on other podcasts, but we're trying to drive home a point because, you know, there's still a lot of people out there that just purely go by emotions in their marriage. They go by emotions and they go by, you know, um, hope instead of faith. Okay, they're going by things that really don't help the marriage because of what he said offended me. And when she changes or he changes, then I will change and start doing my part. You know, when we obey the word of God is obeying Jesus, because the word of God tells us in um, John chapter one, the the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Mm -hmm. So whatever we we, uh, read in the scripture is as Jesus himself, and we we become a testimony of what he is truly in our life. No one is easy. Right. No one, everything is going right. But when things doesn't seem as easy or it's difficult because you're not doing your part. Right. Mm-hmm. But doing my part doesn't never depend on you doing yours. Exactly. Because you're not my blesser. My blessings come from mm-hmm. him, and I, he's Lord. Right. If I'm going to claim to be Lord over my life, just not Sunday morning. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, um, when people, you know, like I said before about emotions and feelings, you know, um, I've said it before that, you know, we need to grab hold of scriptures, you know, that, you know, we can confess and profess over our lives and Mm -hmm. make them come a reality to us. Now, you know, (laughs) there's a funny piece, you know, uh, in the Bible It's back in in, uh, Genesis is, you know, the only person in the Bible that went by his feelings was deceived. And that was Isaac. (laughs) <laughs> when he was when he was given the birthright to his sons, you know, he said, "You smell like Jacob, but you feel like Esau." Mm-hmm. So he was going by his feelings mm-hmm. instead of you know what he knew, and he was deceived. So that's just a little funny thing yeah. that um, that I thought about a little yeah, while that's ago. That's pretty good. That's because, pretty you good. Because you know he knew the right thing. He knew what he was supposed to do. Well, his feeling led him. But his feelings some other led route. him in another. And yes, it, 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 it was it was it was it was a tangible feeling kind of thing, not emotional piece. But you know, it kind of like it's in the same vein yeah, of going by what you feel rather than what you know is right. Amen. You know, a lot of times when I, it's hard for me to obey the word of God because other people is because um, it's almost like an idol. Yes. You know, when mm-hmm. I decide to sin against you because you did this or that, it's because you calling the shot. Not right. him. Mm-hmm. So uh, now I, put, I have you in the throne of my heart instead of being Jesus. That's why I always say, I know it's kind of, I always repeat myself on this one. It's like, 
the source of my joy is Jesus Christ. Amen. The source of my blessing is God. So I don't have to depend on you doing the right thing for me to submit. Right. And see, that's where you, that's where people, and that's where we used to get in trouble at. Because <laughs> see, there was just like many folks who, who are still struggling or trying to get through marriages, uh, problems and issues. You know, it's because you're still, you know, looking at the emotional content of how you're dealing with things. And mm -hmm. it's all about, you know, what the other person has said. But, you know, when you really, truly line up your faith with the word of God and grab hold of scriptures, you know, that pertain to your situation mm -hmm. and you do what they say, you appropriate that scripture in your heart and in your life. And you don't do it because your wife does it or doesn't do it. You do it because it's what the word says and that's how you should govern your life. And, you know, you're talking about, you know, feelings. You have to grab hold of of, of what you know, you feel is good for you. And when you grab that scripture and you know what it is, do not, you know what the word of God is. Do not let the circumstances of life contradict the word of God. Yeah. I'll dictate, I'll dictate whether you're going to obey or not. It's, it's for everything in our mm -hmm. life. Uh, giving, forgiving, tithing, give whether they are tired or not, my finances are. That then no longer is Jesus Christ lording over the areas your feelings and your circumstances, it dictated whether you will obey God or not. And that's a dangerous place to be. Right, you yes, know. yes. But, yeah. you know, also, honey, there are benefits to the obedience. What's going to happen if I do decide to submit? Good sex. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 Besides that. Well, it does help, yes, definitely. Yes, does. If you love me, you feel in my love tank, and you're doing those things the gentle, and, and, and even when you're frustrated, yes. it will cause you to have some benefits. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> but that's not the reason well, why we okay, do it. Okay, well, what's the reason why? <laughs> well, one of the reasons is I remember so many times I wanted to lash out, but I thought about let me be a witness. Mm -hmm. The word of God tells us in 1 Peter 3, 7 that I can win you over. I'm sorry, not 1 Peter, but 1 Peter 3 and 1. That I can win you over without words. Right. So right. I will be careful what I say, how I, my approach was, because, yes, I want you to be a good husband. Yes, I want you to treat me right. But I want to win you over Christ. Right. So there's a. I'm not doing it only for that reason, but that reason has its benefit to me, being respectful, when to be quiet, and for you to see Jesus in me the way that I act. He has his benefits. Right, and you know that goes back to um, Ephesians five, and Ephesians five gives the statement. But you know, First um, Peter um, um, three. What three one and three four? Well, three one. Chapter it, it, three, amen, yeah, chapter Bobby. Three <laughs> that is, and 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 it tells you it, it kind of explains why we do um, Ephesians five. Exactly, know? because it has its benefits. It, yes, amen. it tells you. It said the woman, you know, is to you know submit again, you know, as a, a gentle and quiet spirit, so that the husband may be won over without her saying words, you know. Hmm. So. You know, that's sometimes hard for people to understand because they always want to get um, noticed, you know, for what they do. Oh, you're not saying the last word, honey. I'm yeah. going to say something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so what they do is they always want something for their part that they're sowing into the marriage. 
when it wasn't like that at the beginning. It was always give, give, give. I'm going to give my wife I'm, or I'm going to give my girlfriend or my fiance what she wants because I'm trying to win. I'm trying to get her. And then mm-hmm. same thing with the woman. And then you, they, they don't even think about these things because all they want to do is win the prize. Yeah. All they want to do is get the girl. Guys, you just want to get the girl. You know, and the girls, you just want, you know, your knight in shining armor. You know, you want your man to come and love you. And that's what it's all about. But when you put the rings on your fingers and things start to change, you have to change, you know, the way you're looking at it because you have to know how to get through these issues. Amen. Okay? Amen. And, you know, as a gentle and... Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, honey. But the way we get through this issue is applying the word of God and trusting right. that we just... See, the problem is a lot of times, honey, we, we want things to make sense. Right. How is it going to make sense for me to behave like Jesus at home and then I gain you over to the faith in God? We try to figure out things. They really is not our business. God mm-hmm. knows how it works. We really don't need to know how that's going to come out. But for the same talking for the men, the scriptures say, if you t- treat me right, then your prayer is going to work. I don't know about you. Right. Oh, you, we need our prayers to work. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's saying that, you know, um, you're treating, your, treating the woman as a weaker vessel, a physically weaker vessel, but not that she's less than you because she is an heir of the, gro- of the throne of grace just like we are, just like you are, man. Mm-hmm. Your wife is an heir with you, so you should not treat her any less than you. And that this Bible specifically says when you do this, your prayers will not be hindered. I mean, your prayers will be hindered. And there are times when people are going through, you know, marital issues and conflict when they're not applying these principles, yet they wonder why their prayers are not being answered. Mm-hmm. They wonder why they're going through these things. And, you know, um, I, I wrote I wrote a little something down here that I want to share with you, you know, uh, in, in studying, you know, the Holy Spirit really grabbed a hold of me and just really threw this thing in my face. And I thought it was very powerful. And it says, you know, of course we know what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, you know, the evidence of, of things not seen. We know that scripture. But what I'm telling you is, you know, in acting on what the word of God says and holding fast to the imperatives, that activate our faith. Mm-hmm. Applying the word and holding on to it. And it says it does not go, it does not go well with a bad confession. You have to have a good confession. A lot of people make confessions, and they think think it's a good confession. You know, they say, well, I hope God can fix my marriage, or I hope God can help us out in this marriage, you know, and I'm confessing it. But you see, that's a bad confession because it's not predicated on the Word of God. It tells you, you know, I hope God can do this, and I hope God can do that. Well, people hope for what they don't have. You already have have a marriage, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but you need to have faith. You need to activate the faith in the word of God to get you through that. And it says you you don't have to do, you know, things outside of a covenant to make your marriage great. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to do things, you know, outside of the will of God or worldly things, you know, to be reconciled in your marriage. You have to stick to the word of God. You have to obey the word of God and be submitted to the word of God mm-hmm. because faith in God, faith in his word will get you out of the situation that you're in. Now, okay, it won't get you out of your marriage because that's not what it's designed to do, mm-hmm. but it will help you out in the situation that you're in if you allow God to do it. Yeah. And you know, but now for sin's sake, you know, God's not going to just get you out of sin because you chose to get yourself into it. But the thing of it is, is there is grace and mercy 
there is an abundance of grace and mercy that can help reconcile marriages, you know, if we just allow God to do it. Amen. And when you say allow God to do it is I'm apply the word of God. And through that, I am opening the door, which I'm allowing God to do to it. Have access because to a lot of times we yes. say, well, God's going to do it. And there's no work on my part. The work is work what the scriptures say, even when you don't feel like it, even when you don't see it. But, you know, I, I see many, many times, not maybe much in men's because men's are not as expressive as women are when it comes to their feelings. So many women say, well, I love God so much, but he's, he's my everything. I just want to please him, except when it's time to submit. Yes. <laughs> you know, and we need to understand applying the word of God and submission is an expression of love to our Lord and Savior. The word of God tells us in uh, John 14, 15, said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Right. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of times we say, well, what is so hard? Well, you know what? You saying it's hard, that's what is hard. But we can do everything, everything to Christ Jesus who strengthens us. So if we have those kind of, just what you were saying, confessions. If we have those kind of confession, it's not only having the confession was important, but the mindset. Right. Your yeah. mind has to line up with what you're speaking. You can't be, you can't be, be one day yes and one day no. Yes, there's repentance, yes, the blood of Jesus when you mess up, but do the best you can to obey what God tells us to do, regardless how he acts or how you feel. Right. And, you know, that's commitment. You know, I wrote a note here. It says, um, if you can't commit yourself to your husband or your wife, <laughs> at <laughs> least commit yourself to the word of God. Amen. You know? Amen. And what the word and make sure what the word of God says in your life goes. You know, you have to commit to reading. You have to commit to studying. You have to commit yourself, you know, to a principle that's going to help, you know, reconcile. That's going to help you recover from what you got yourself into Amen. in your marriage. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I can't do this or I won't do that or she won't do that. Or, you know, I will if she will or, or I will if he will. But see, you know, at the end of the day, if you truly want your marriage fixed, you have to do what you know is right according to principle. Not mm. by what you feel, because your feelings, most of the time, you know, you can get a good feeling. But when you're going through that emotion and you're going through that feeling of, you know, well, I don't believe he loves me and I don't believe this will work. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? If you don't believe that, you know, at least believe the word of God. Amen. And apply it in you know, your a life. lot of time is when you have those kind of feeling, I realize that the, how much drama are you feeding yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how much shows they have so much drama and sometimes we need to stay away from those things because those things will affect your marriage and the way you feel in, in the way you perceive how you should apply the word of God I like what you said you have to study the word of God you have to pray the word of God and all those things are important but you know also above all you need to apply the word of God right you cannot be so full of what is the word of God say but in, but not obey because you're doing nobody any good the, the key to a to study, to pray is so we can ultimately be empowered to do what it says. So we right. won't be ignorant of what right. we're supposed to do in every situation. You know, I, I, I'm really um, bothered by, sometimes we say stuff like, but it's too hard. Yeah. But it's, you just don't know. Please, stop. 
the more you confess those things, the burdensome and the harder it will be. And you are not agreeing with what God say. You're not agreeing with what Jesus said. That you can do everything through me, through Jesus. Oh, and I like this scripture um, in First John 5, 3, speak about this. For this, the love of God, we kept his commandment. Once again, because we love God, we keep it. Not because our husband's acting right or our mm-hmm. wife. And his commandments are not burdensome. Not burdensome. I only pick one scripture on this subject, but there's many others where it say they're not too far from us. They're not in heaven that we cannot reach it. Because I think us as a human, we love to hear excuses why we don't do what we're supposed to do. Right. And, and, you know, excuses, you know, they're just (laughs) um, open doors for failure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what we have to do at, at the end of the day, we have to allow the power of God to work in our lives. Amen. And how you activate that is through your, the power of God works through us, through our saying. And releasing and the scripture. Right? Mm-hmm. So we say and we believe. That's how the power of God works. He says he can restore us. He can reconcile us back in, you know, as it says in 2 Corinthians five seventeen. God has given us the power to do that, but that power for God to work through us in our situation comes through our saying and believing. You have to say it. You have to quote a scripture. You have to believe it. And you have to activate it in your life. That is where your reconciliation comes from. Mm -hmm. That is where the restoration will come from. And that is how you can recover from situations in life and in your marriage. So we say to you in closing, Mm -hmm. out of everything that we've said here today, just confess, you say it, and you believe it. You allow God to work in your life and you allow God to do it. You know, Proverbs 3, 4, and 5. Trust in the Lord with your whole heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Amen. Until, I'm sorry, honey. And one more thing. You just say believe it, confess it. And and do it. Yes, and do it. And do it. <laughs> in this case, too, also, because, you know, I think it's very powerful to speak the word of God. And you got to start somewhere. If you don't believe it, at least keep confessing until it becomes a reality to you. Until it becomes a reality to you, yes. But you have to also apply it. Mm-hmm. You got to, and don't question, because we do that a lot. And I, I used to do it, like, well, but it don't make any sense to me. Well, it doesn't need to make sense to be a truth. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to say it, just like right. you say, we have to believe it, and we have to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's let's do all that, you know, and we ask you again, please, you know, if you have comments, if we're really ministering to you, let us know. If there's something that you want us to talk about, let us know. You know, view us on the, on the podcast, view us on, on all the social media channels. You know, spread the word, help get us out there. If we're helping you, spread the word so that we can help others. Until next time, you know, we'll take, take care. We'll see you then. And may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.